Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 16 of Season 4 of Movie Around Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com When Harry Met Sally, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me today is David Brooke of Blueprint Review. Welcome back to the show, David. Hello, pleasure to be here. Yes, it's, uh, you know, how you doing? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I was just walking by, and I thought it was you. <laughs> yeah. So do, do, do an ocean somewhere. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> so minute sixteen begins with a shot of LaGuardia Airport and ends with Sally looking on in shock as Joe introduces Harry. So basically, we ended things on Friday with uh, you know we had that the. The, the documentary interlude with uh, another couple telling us their their story and you know this is this is actually a great point to start like a new week and to start the yeah. uh you know the this minute you know we have the fade in uh, to LaGuardia that we had for like two seconds on Friday and today we continue with that Okay. Have have you actually ever been to LaGuardia Airport? Oh, I don't think so. Which state is it? Where which It's in New York, New York. State? New York. Um, New York has New York has two major airports, has JFK and LaGuardia. No, no, I've only been to I've only been to JFK. Okay. Right. Okay, I, I haven't been to LaGuardia in, in probably decades. It's been a very long time. Because JFK is where usually most of the international uh, flights go into. So, you know, whenever yeah. whenever I've been in the States, even when I was there Last summer, you know, I came and went from JFK, so it wasn't even. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I used to I used to go to the states a lot when I was younger, and we used to we we quite often would go through New York, but it was yeah it was it was always JFK. Um, oftentimes yeah. we went through Chicago. Um, uh, yeah, and, and I did go, I, we I flew to New York on my uh, honeymoon, um, but again it was international, so JFK. So, yeah, right. It's cool. Okay, that makes sense. So have you ever have you ever heard the name LaGuardia before? I have heard from heard of it, yeah, probably just from films and uh, TV shows. Uh-huh. So I, do you, I'm, do you I'm know? Aware of it. Do you know who Laguardia is named after? Oh no, no idea. <laughs> so he was he was the uh, former New York mayor, uh, Fiorello Laguardia. Okay, the the airport was actually established in 1929, and it became a public airport in 1939. Okay, it is the, um, you know it. It accommodates uh, mostly domestic uh, destinations, as as you and I pointed out from you know just just our own travels. And th- there are a few limited uh, international destinations to LaGuardia. It is the third busiest airport in the New York airport because there there are in the New York area. Sorry, the third busiest airport in the New York area. Do you know what the third one is? I mean, we already mentioned JFK. Any idea what the third one is? Oh, no, I don't know. See, I always get you for all these American geographical stuff. And last time, last time I think we talked about Philadelphia. You know, so. uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, my my <laughs> geography, my my geography even of even of Britain is terrible. I, yeah, it's it's never been my strong point, and obviously not living in America doesn't help. But I've got family over there, so I, I kind of I know little chunks of it. But um, mm. no, but it's okay, the third <laughs> the third airport is Newark. Newark oh airport. yes, no, I have. I, in fact, I have been to Newark Airport. I'm, I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I right. recognize the name. Okay, and it is uh, LaGuardia is the twenty first busiest airport in the U.S. by passenger volume. Hmm. Okay, it's the hub for both American Airlines and Delta. 
and um, you know they they have uh, it it was <laughs> it's it's quite notable for for basically the last twenty years for being a you know they they didn't do very very many renovations there you know it's considered a dirty airport with uh, you know inefficient uh, operations there poor customer service and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they they actually started uh, changing the infrastructure there, and you know they they've been working on it for the last uh, I think seven years, and apparently according to the information I found in 2025 it's supposed to be finally finished. You know the renovations that they're doing there. So who oh, knows? Sounds pretty. You know, in, in in two years from now or two and a half years from now, you know we'll we'll find out more about that. <laughs> you know, so I mean, one of the things that 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 that, that I've I've come to do ever since plane change automobiles. I don't know why, but whenever we talk about an airport, I, I like to find like little facts about different, uh, you know, crashes or, you know, things that happen there <laughs> and stuff like that. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, I feel, uh, you know, I feel like it's a magnet for me that I, you know, I say, oh, what, what happened in the airport? Because, you know, what else happens in there? You know, it's it's not interesting to, to, to hear about, you know, how many people go through the airport every day. It's more interesting yeah, to hear. No, no. Interesting stories are always, uh, always preferable. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'll just talk about some, some recent ones. You know, so in uh, uh, 2009, there was a, uh, a plane that was leaving a, on its way to uh, Charlotte. And uh, it uh, lost both of its uh, engines and uh, ended up crashing in the Hudson River. You ever hear about that that story? Oh yes, yeah, it's in um, <laughs> Sully, yeah, obviously as well. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I, I, well, I remember. I remember it in general, anyway. Exactly. So I, I figured that that'd be an interesting one to to point out. You know, the whole story of of Sully uh, with with Tom Hanks. You know, the the original story takes place. Uh, you know, they, they were taking off from LaGuardia at the time. Actually, you know, thankfully, most of the things that, that, that I see here, you know, not that many people were, were most of them had like minor injuries and stuff like that. But uh, apparently in 2016, uh, again, we don't get too political here, so I don't, I'm not talking either way about it, but, you know, I'm, I'm just giving the facts. So Mike Pence was on an air, was on a, uh, was on a flight from Eastern Airlines that uh, skidded off the runway. And, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it actually almost hit the, uh, Grand Central Parkway, which is one of the, uh, major highways right nearby there. But, uh, they, you know, just, it skidded off after landing. That was pretty much it. So, yeah. Place call. Yes, very much so. So basically the, we, we see a shot of the airport and then it shows us the, in the, the interior of of i guess one of the uh areas within the airport and we we get music in the background now david you're a music guy and once again you know i want to i want to thank you at least this time you know on air for the uh intro and outro of this season's uh shows uh i already thank you Uh, you you know i I thank you in the first episode but you weren't on that episode so you know (laughs) so thank you very much for for taking the time to uh to to play and sing for us you know. No problem. It's, it's a pleasure. I was like an excuse to get him um, jump on the piano. It's, it's, okay, it's well, a song that I hadn't. It's a song I hadn't played before, so it was quite nice to dig out the music and uh, give it a shot. I quite enjoyed it. Excellent, great. And uh, you know, you you'll now be my go-to guy every season. So you know, you're forewarned. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. 
I, I don't know what songs we're going to get each time, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> so there, there's so music. Much. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't You know, well, you get a lot of Christmas movies that are Christmas music since I'll be doing Die Hard movies. So you never know. You know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see how that works out. <laughs> so did, did you recognize the song that is being played uh, over, you know, over the shot of of uh, the interior of the airport? It's not one I know very well, to be honest, actually, no. It's a... It's I'm song... usually quite... Okay. It's it's a song called uh, Babes, Babes in Arms. Babes in Arms, okay. I, I vaguely recognize the name, but it's not one... I was about to say, I recognize quite a few of the songs on the soundtrack for this, but um, this, isn't, this isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's... I, I do quite like the kind of easy, easy listening kind of vibe that the film's got. I think um, I think I was watching some of the special features of the film, and um, what watching the film now, um, it, it's become a bit of a cliche. These kind of kind of easily easy listening kind of Harry Connick Jr. style uh, sonata and all this kind of stuff in in romantic comedies. But uh, according to kind of the, some of the extras and things, it was quite it, it was it was rare at the time. It was a bit of a, an unusual choice, supposedly. Um, but yeah, as I say, it's kind of become a bit of a cliche now. So yeah, but I do I do like that kind of music. I'm partial to a bit of the old kind of crooner kind of stuff. I like it. <laughs> well, it wasn't from from what I heard, it wasn't something that they expected. You know, they they and they just happened to come come across him. Now, sorry, I made a mistake. The the name of the song is not Babes in Arms. The name of the song is Where or When, and it's part oh, of no, don't know that. it's part of the Broadway production called uh, Babes in Arms. Which was a, oh, okay. a musical that uh, they had. It was it's it's a song that was written in 1937 by Rodgers and Hart uh, for the musical, and it's uh, you know by by Lorenz Hart and Richard Rodgers. And in the movie here, it's it's the uh, it's the version that that was uh, performed by Ella Fitzgerald. Oh yes, I recognize the voice at least. <laughs> yeah, One I mean, there's vocalists, yeah. yeah, there there are so many people that have made versions of this song. I mean, I have, I think three and a half pages with two columns on each page <laughs> with the names of people that, that have sung this song. It's just unbelievable how many. Yeah, those old, those old standards, the kind of great American songbook type songs just got so yeah. much, so many covers. Yeah. Here, I'll just, I'll just throw out some of them. Uh, Nat King Cole, Natalie Cole, Perry Cuomo, uh, Harry Connick Jr., obviously, Bing Crosby, Sammy Davis Jr., uh, Julie Andrews, um, the Beach Boys, Tony Bennett. <laughs> um, who else is on this list? Uh, Charlie Bird. Do you know who that is? Um, Barry Manilow, Dean Martin, Mary Martin, Johnny Mathis. Um, who else? George Michael sings it. Oh, really? Wow, that, that's an interesting version. Uh, Mandy Patinkin does a version of it. Uh, Kenny Rogers, Artie Shaw, Dinah Shore, Carly Simon, Frank Sinatra, Rod Stewart, Barbara Streisand, The Supremes, uh, Mel Torme. I mean, this, this is just amazing, the, the, the list of people that have sung this song. Duke Ellington, or they have done versions of it. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald, obviously, this is the one that we are familiar with here yeah uh benny goodman 
I've, I've got so many i've got so many cds from so many of those artists listed i probably do have this song knocking around somewhere but the titles just never registered with me for whatever reason yeah but it's uh wow yeah uh, the the letterman also released it as a single which which peaked at number 98 in 1963 wow that's that's just like an amazing list of people that that have you know somehow uh recorded things of this song you know, such a, a very interesting song. Song, and as the song is playing, so the the, the camera then focuses in on a couple that are uh, embracing and kissing uh, in the middle of the lounge of the airport. Which today this wouldn't happen because you know if you're not a passenger, you're not going to get this far on the plane. <laughs> mm. You know, you're not going to you're you're not going to get past security. So you know they they are well past security at this point. You know, you can tell that they're they're in the lounge about to, you know, right right at the gate, more or less. That's what it looks like. And uh, I mean, first of all, I, I there was a there's a title on the screen that says five years later. So we we now know that this is 1982 because of the original, you know, they left the University of, of Chicago in 1977. Um, now it's great the, the 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 shot of them because. You know, the, the camera did the same thing with, with Harry and Amanda during the, you know, when, when you saw them saying goodbye, that it does like a 360 around them. Yeah, I you do know, like the fact that it, it's, mirror, it's mirroring the start of that previous <laughs> five years ago scene, I guess. Yes, yes, so it's where nice. it's the exact opposite, you know, where, where you know, Sally was feeling uncomfortable there and, and here. Yeah. Uh, but but see, Sally still is the one who feels uncomfortable here. But but we're, yeah, we're getting say, Billy Crystal's, yeah we're we're, we're getting we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. So um, do you do you know who the actor is that plays the guy that that Sally is kissing? Oh no. Um, okay, so his no. his name is Stephen Ford. Okay, he is actually the son of the former U.S. President Gerald Ford. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, according to IMDb, who was born in 1956, according to IMDb, he has uh, 40 movie or TV credits. He was in 200 over 200 episodes of The Young and the Restless. He also had small parts in uh, Transformers, Black Hawk Down, and Escape from New York. Oh, Starship Troopers, yeah, I'm just looking him up. Yeah, he's been some good yeah. stuff. Yeah, it I mean, they're, they're like... all small roles, but still. Yeah. Looking at his IMDb page, he looks more familiar now. He's a bit older than he did then, I think. It's, uh... Yeah. Well, he looks pretty much the same, even after 30, yeah. you know, 31 years. Uh, 30, sorry, 33 years. He looks more or less the same. He, which I guess you can see means he aged, aged well. <laughs> yeah. You know, from, from that perspective. Um, right. So the camera, like, comes around and, and shows the two of them kissing. And like I, I always love looking around and seeing what's going on, what what they're what else they're showing in the background. So as the camera's spinning, so we see like a man, uh, you know, holding up a a young girl, you know, apparently uh, saying goodbye to his daughter, you know, and and then like his wife and and other daughter are standing next to them, looking over at them, you know, as the 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 the, the three sixty continues. We see that they're they're uh, this is a United Airlines because we can see the United uh, symbol behind them. You know, so someone is about to get on a plane, you know, to for United. Um, then we see a you know big no smoking sign, and then did you notice there's there's a nun standing yeah, like by a pole collections. taking collections exactly. 
there's 10 collections and there is a guy pleading with her not to give her you know basically saying i don't have any money you know which is which is also great you know you can see you can tell that he's saying no <laughs> yeah 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 you know and it's crazy how much thought they've put into these background ads yeah i, I hadn't looked at that before but there's loads going on <laughs> exactly like, no you see like a, a, you see cops in the background dealing with stuff you see people on the on the phone you see you see uh someone what's that you know, guy doing exactly someone someone pushing uh you know a a maintenance cart you know behind them and then basically you know harry just you know billy crystal just comes right through the whole crowd and starts walking now what's really funny is is that you can see that he's looking at this couple even though he doesn't know who they are at first you know so is it more like a voyeuristic look at, at them you know I'm, I'm not really sure. Like he's, you can see his eyes are, are eyeing them. And then he continues walking. And as he's walking past them, he looks twice towards them and then, mm. you know, then comes towards us and we don't see him in the, in the shot. And then after like two seconds, he, he comes back and he just stands there. That's all he does. <laughs> you know, which, which is, I don't know. I don't know if he's being rude or polite with what he's doing. <laughs> Where he's kind of staring quite close. It's kind of rude. Yes. Kind of, yeah. I guess it fits with his character. I guess uh, yeah. we might get to this later, but he's quite a an obnoxious kind of guy in, in, in a lot of places in the film. Yeah, for sure. But it's just very funny the way that, that uh, you know, he's just standing there looking over. Yeah. Trying to see, you know, what, what's going on. Now, obviously, if this was the first scene of the movie, you would have absolutely no idea that he's looking <laughs> at someone that he potentially knows. You know, you think that he's just someone who's just staring to see what's going on and stuff like that. So, yeah, because my question is, how could he have recognized Joe? Yeah. You know, it's like, it, unless unless when they were, they were living in the same building, you know, this is how he would always see Joe. You know, if Joe <laughs> was the ladies' man and always always was embracing some woman, you know, so he, he could recognize the back of Joe's head. I don't know. Yeah, he's got quite a standard haircut, standard jacket. It's quite exactly. A, yeah, well, I yeah. guess it, I guess he doesn't do that double take till he gets a bit further around. But um, no, at but first I think he's just like yeah. getting a room kind of thing. But then he must uh, he does look around just as he's kind of got a view of his face ish. <laughs> right. And then yeah, no, you, you know, know, and then he's just standing there staring at them. And what what was great is the fact that. You know, Joe doesn't care. Joe doesn't even notice him. It's it's Sally who ends up noticing. You know, she's like looking over and sees this guy staring at them. And and obviously she she instantly recognizes him. Hmm. Even though he has absolutely no clue at this point at least who she is. You know, we can tell that. And then she like taps Joe on the lapel. You know, to to like say, Okay, cut it out. Someone someone's watching us. <laughs> hmm. You know. Pay attention. And then he looks over, Joe looks over, and, you know, he he then says to, uh, you know, he, he immediately recognizes him, and, he, and, and so does Harry. And then Harry goes, Joe, I thought it was you. I thought it was you. Harry Burns. <laughs> and then Joe, you know, has this huge smile on his face. Do you notice that? And he goes, Harry, yeah, Harry, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you doing? Fine. I'm doing fine. Yeah, that's great. I was just walking by and I thought it was you. And there it is. And and it is you. 
<laughs> which which is a really strange thing to say. You know, I think he's like backpedaling, trying to, you know, he goes, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> and the two of them start laughing. <laughs> you know, and they're, they're, they're more or less, uh, you know, staring at each other. But as they're doing this, you can see that, that Sally, that the, the, the camera focuses enough on Sally that we can see that she is trying to, you know, she immediately knows who this is. And she looks at him in a very awkward way, hoping upon all hopes that he never will figure out who she is. Yeah. Well, it's quite, a, it's, it, I think it's quite, it's quite a mixed reaction. I, I love, I love Meg Ryan in this, in this bit, even though she doesn't say anything. I think it's, um, it, I think, I think it kind of, it shows a mix of emotions to me. Like there's almost a, there's moments of it where you kind of think at first she wants him to recognize her. She kind of goes through a lot of emotions. I think there's there's some like she's just disgusted that she he can't remember her, and some some moments where she's maybe glad. And um, you just kind of she goes through so much just in this like thirty second chunk. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, she is a great actress, so there's there's no question about that. She's, yeah, she's yeah, able yeah. to to really show all of the the gamut of the emotions here with the whole thing. Mm. You know, and her her face says everything. And the way her eyes look back and forth and stuff like that. I mean, I gotta say though, this is a terrible wink. If it looks like a wig, it just looks really bad. It does look weird. Well, I guess that what they've because uh, uh, obviously with the film jumping forward a few years each time, it's uh, I, I quite like what they've done though is they've kind of changed fashions a bit, the hairstyles, and um, yes. to kind of make it clear, even though they say five years and tell you anyway, they kind of have a bit of fun with it and. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so obviously they've tried to... Um, no, no, I, I didn't say I don't like the... That right. But, but yeah, no, you mean it, it doesn't look <laughs> quite as natural. <laughs> yeah. It uh, just looks looks a little strange. And then uh, Harry and Joe start talking a little bit about work, which which is great because it, it tells us who they are and what they both do. So Harry goes, are you still working with the DA's office? And he goes, no, I switched to the other side, which basically means that he's now a uh, defense attorney. Yeah, and then uh, Joe goes, oh, "What about you?" He goes, "Oh, I work with a small. I work with a small firm. We do political consulting." So this is also great because you know we, up until this point, we really don't know what Harry does. The script mm. says at one point that he, uh, you know, he just finished law school, so we know he's a lawyer. But it's interesting to see that he's working. He's a lawyer working at a, a political uh, consulting agency type of thing. Mm, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, oh yeah, it's been great. Yeah, they they laugh and stuff like that. And it, what what it, what what you can tell from this scene is that the two of them really have nothing to say to each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're and and we all have people like that in our lives that that you haven't seen for years and you see them and you're like, okay, I don't really have anything new to tell you. You know, I, I, we we obviously have no way of knowing how close Harry and Joe were at the time. My my assumption is that they were, you know, they were in a, in in apartments across the hall from each other or something like that. You know, they would where they would go and borrow, uh, you know, sugar or or a, uh, um, or or I don't know, a bottle of wine. I don't know what they would need. You know, a cork, a, a bottle opener. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. You know that that that's the impression that that I get from their their you know previous relationship. You know, which it was, it was very casual, but nothing, nothing beyond that. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. And so they're, they're just chit-chatting. And basically, at this point, uh, Joe decides to, uh, you know, he's being a little rude, and so he introduces Sally. And he goes, oh, Harry, this is Sally Albright. Harry Burns, you know, Harry and I, we used to live, uh, we used to, we, we lived in the same building. So the question also is, you hear that he, like, makes a little stumble in that sentence. And the question is, is that the actor or is that something, you know, that, that, is there something beyond that? Yeah. I was going to say, is there something, something that they shared that he didn't want to talk about? <laughs> exactly. No, that's the way, that's the way it sounds, you know, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, whatever. In a little while we'll get to the script and we'll see what, what's in the script. But what do you, what do you think? What's your guess? Is your guess that this is just the actor stumbling or, and that they or, kept it no, in. I don't know. No, or, in, in my in my mind, it's a, a bit of a sort of gag. I think. I think. I think it's again alluding to kind of Harry's kind of uh, misogynistic kind of shenanigans, <laughs> sleeping around, and maybe some kind of threesome situation or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> that's just just my filthy mind it's, going off on. It's that. very possible. <laughs> no, it is. It is possible. <laughs> With the way that we know Harry, that that is possible. Maybe that's how he recognizes the back of of Joe's head. I don't know. You know <laughs> but, but we won't go there. We won't go there. <laughs> and then the 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 two of them have this little awkward laugh. You know, we uh, you know to respond to the fact that they used to live in the same building. And that's pretty much how you know this 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 minute ends. You know, because Sally is is you know, looking up at Harry, she's somewhat in shock, but, you know, but also somewhat, I, I, I think she really doesn't want Harry to recognize her. I think that's what it comes down to here. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm pausing it now. That very final look, I think she, I, I, I kind of feel the other way. I kind of feel like there's, there's a little glimmer of like, she kind of, I don't know. There's a glimmer of the, what will come later on in there, just in her eyes. It looks kind of sad that he doesn't recognize her. I don't know. Ah, okay. Like, well, she doesn't know that in seven years from now she'll be getting married to him. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> exactly. All right. So do you have anything else you want to say about this minute before we get into the uh, script? Uh, no, no. I think I, I think I've, uh, I've covered it. Oh, I guess I, I was going to notice. I, I do think, um, I think there's a subtle moment there where it suggests that. Harry does not, does recognize her as well. I think around the kind of like, let me find the spot now. No, oh, I, I, I agree with you. No, it, it doesn't. It, it's even it's 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 not uh, consequential as to wh- what second it is. I agree with you. He yeah. he he has a note of recognition, but he doesn't know who she oh, is. Oh, I guess this. That's what yeah, it comes I guess down this leads to. Into the next scene, I guess. That, Correct. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that one in, uh, later this week when when they're in the airport when they're on the airplane. But he he recognizes her, but he doesn't know who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that that's what it comes down to. You know, so but but you're right. There there is recognition on this face, but that that's that's a um what's what's the what's the right phrase of saying it? It's a a um. Uh, oh, I don't know. I wasn't going to say that. I was. He has a cloud of recognition on his face. That's what it is. Okay. You know, but he doesn't know yeah. where. That's what it comes down to. So the yeah, the, yeah. the script the script is pretty much uh, the same 
as this this whole scene. But one of the things I like about the scripts is when they have descriptive uh, paragraphs. So I'm just going to read a little descriptive paragraph that starts off this this whole uh, segment of the of the movie. You know, with with the airport and uh, the with the five year jump that type of thing. So it says it's five years later. A couple in a clinch. The woman is Sally at 26. She looks great. She's a stylish young woman. She's kissing a very attractive man with a beard, although it's not that easy to see him at the moment. His name is Joe. Harry is coming down the hallway of the airline terminal. He is wearing a suit and a tie and a trench coat. He has a kind of attractive but rumpled demeanor. He notices the couple kissing, goes past them, then stops, backs up. He recognizes them. They're still kissing. Harry comes closer, peers at the two of them from slightly too close. It's not easy to see either of their faces. Finally, Sally and Joe become aware that someone is standing nearby, and they stop kissing to look at Harry. I mean, it's it's very descriptive, and I like the descriptive aspect of it, but I still think they do it better in the final cut with the way that it's yeah, done. Yeah. You know, but I find it also interesting the fact that it says that he recognizes them, not just he recognizes him. You know, that type of thing. Okay. Um, again, it could just be a word wording here and stuff like that. Yeah. Then they talk about their 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 jobs, and then it says uh, Joe nods, Harry nods, an awkward pause. Sally just standing there, wondering if Harry remembers her. And then Joe says, "Oh, Harry, this is Sally Albright. Harry Burns. We used to live in the same building. So, according to the script, at least, it was a stumble." Uh, on the actor's part of Stephen Ford's part, that the the way that it came out, but but it could also be that he did it on purpose. It could be something that they changed, you know, at the, the yeah. It could be a directorial know, decision now. Yes, today, sort of thing. where they're saying, okay, why don't you make it, you know, stumble a little bit and make it sound as if you know there's something more to it, you know, so that so that you know David and Rob can actually, you know, thirty three uh thirty three years from now, thirty four years from now, you know, uh, discuss. What's really behind that line? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? So every Monday we have a segment called Meg Ryan Monday, where my guests will give their top five Meg Ryan performances. So what have you got for us, David? Uh, I struggled a bit on this because um, for two reasons. One, I realized that there's actually quite a lot of gaps that I've not seen in her filmography. And also I, I've seen I've seen a, I've seen a, a chunk of them, but um most of them I haven't seen since they came out, or at least like close to when they came out. So I, most of my list, other than two, I haven't seen them for about 20 years or something. Oh, wow. But yeah, anyway, but I've tried my best. I'll go with, so um, uh, I did rewatch one of them, but yeah. Uh, so number five is I'm going to go with Sleepless in Seattle. So uh, obviously, obviously following When Harry Met Sally, she became the kind of go-to girl for romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. And this is one of, one of the most, one of her more popular ones, uh, Again, I've not seen it for a long time, but I can remember I can remember enjoying it, but I didn't I was never quite as big a fan of it as a lot of people were. I thought I thought it was decent, but I didn't love it. But um but but yeah, um, it made it made a list. It's brings it together with um um my brain Tom Hanks. Um right. yeah. And that brings me nicely on to number four, which is uh, with Tom Hanks again, but before this, and this is actually uh Meg Ryan's follow up to When Harry Met Sally, and that's Joe versus the Volcano. Uh, this is one I had fond memories of, but I rewatched it recently, and um, it's a real oddity. Like it's a it's a very unusual film, um, which I liked. I liked that it was weird and wonderful, 
Um, but watching it again this time around, it doesn't always gel. Like I want to like it more than I do. It's um, it's a little bit uh, hit and miss. Um, right. But it's but it's an interesting film, and what I, and I had to have it in this list particularly for because Meg Ryan plays three different roles in it, and so she gets to have real fun with three different characters. Um, uh, two of which are a bit more kind of uh, a bit more cartoony, a bit more interesting. She plays this very kind of awkward kind of. Uh, uh, maybe not not necessarily a secretary, but she works in the office uh, with Tom Hanks's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, she plays this kind of totally out there kind of uh, L.A. Uh, rich rich person's daughter. Um, and then he plays her. She plays her sister <laughs> in the final role, which becomes the kind of the, the main McRyan role for the in the love interest for the rest of the film. Right. So, if, from a performance aspect, it's it's nice to see her having real fun with with three different roles. <laughs> um, so number number three is Inner Space, and I must admit this is this is a film I loved when I was younger, and I used to watch it. Um, a, like I taped it off TV, I had a, a VHS, and I used to watch it loads, but I haven't seen it for ages. Um, I can't remember a lot about Meg Ryan's character, but I put the film high just because I used to love it. <laughs> so you should so, rewatch um, it. It's a very good movie. Yes, I do have it on DVD. I was I was going to really watch it, but I was it was a toss up between that and Joe's versus the volcano, and I thought I'll go with Joe versus the volcano. Okay, um, I, I chose unwisely, I think, <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> uh, then number uh, number two again, number two I've not seen for ages, but number two I've gone with Courage and Fire, and and this is one that I can just distinctly remember uh, being a nice, decent, solid kind of war drama, and it, it was it was for me at least it was kind of the first time. I'd seen Meg Ryan step away from the uh, uh, romantic comedy roles that she was yeah. famous for. Um, and I, I, I love her in the romantic comedy, so I don't have a, a problem with those. But um, it's still, it was nice to see her do something different. And she did, a, from what I remember, did a really good job of it. So I, I put that pretty high. Okay. And then number one is when, number one's when Harry met Sally. It's, it's, it's a brilliant film. Um, yeah, it deserved of the minute by minute treatment. It's, uh, yeah, it had to be number one, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay that, that is very fair that is fair so you want to tell people how they can get in touch with you yes well i do plenty of film reviews over at blueprintreview.co.uk uh, mainly blu-rays and of classic indie world cinema all this kind of jazz the, the slightly less traveled kind of areas of, of of movies so yeah check it out all right and finding me is very simple just do a quick search for mover a minute you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Twitter, or you can go directly to my website, movieonminute.com. So, until tomorrow, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Gave me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful you. Had to be you.